This is the Langpreneur podcast where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey everybody, this is Jan and you are listening to a new episode of the Langpreneur podcast. In this Q&A episode today, we're going to talk about pricing. How should you go about pricing your courses and are you charging enough or are you leaving lots of money on the table? Let's get started. Many of our listeners want to create their online course. Maybe they already have an online course. How do you know how to price your courses or your products in general? So pricing is another another thing which is really difficult, and it's one of the things which um, which I think most people get wrong. And um, I was talking to my friend Idalso about this a, a couple of years ago, and, and, and he told me like I'm, I'm convinced that pricing is one of the places where I'm just leaving so much money on the table, and I think it's probably the same for me as well, um, because there's a dynamic in when you're selling things, which is that um, which, which is known as price price elasticity and price elasticity is the idea that that you can charge more money or less money but the number of customers won't change proportionally so so a classic example that's often given is um let's say that you you have a, a course for 50 dollars, and then you decide right i'm going to double the price to a hundred dollars if you double the price from 50 to a hundred dollars in order to, for, your, for your revenue to stay the same, you would have to lose 50% of customers. So 50% fewer people would have to buy, and then you would make the same amount of money, right? But of course, that's, that, it never works out like that. And people are usually far more willing to pay higher prices than you think. And so generally what you see is people massively undercharging for, for, uh, for, 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 for products and services and things like that. Um, Sometimes because I mean you can do it for strategic reasons. I, I recently I recently bought an ebook from from um, from someone called Steph, and I'm forgetting her surname. But anyway, it was it was a, a a girl who's really good at content marketing. And I bought this this ebook just to kind of learn about what people are doing at the moment with content marketing. And it was like thirty five dollars or something for like five years of experience, professional experience. So given away for like thirty dollars, and I thought, well, that's that's kind of crazy. Um, and I, and I sat down and I read the whole book cause I, I just, I understood that look, there's five years of experience here. I want that experience. So I sat down one weekend and just read this whole book. She could have charged quite easily a thousand dollars for that course because the information is the same. And often if you take the same information and you present it in different ways, people are willing to pay a lot more. People are very used to paying a thousand dollars for a course these days. That's what we, that's what we sell the Langpreneur business breakthrough for, right? Because, and in a way it's far too cheap. Because we have you have years and years of experience from us that we have just I mean that you can't put a price tag on that but you have to somehow right you have to put a price tag on it somehow um, so you can charge different amounts for the, for 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 the same information and 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 often people will get more from it if it's more expensive and this is one of those really strange things in, in bio psychology which is that if you pay a lot of people, if you buy an ebook for thirty dollars, you might read five pages and then give up. But if you've paid a thousand dollars for that for that ebook, you'll damn well read it because you spent all that money on it. I recently bought a book, a, a like a regular book for a thousand dollars. Really, you did? Yeah. And um, what's the name of that book? 
I can tell you it, but you can't buy it. It's not for sale um, openly. You have to be on this guy's email list to actually buy the book. But the thing is, the information in there, I know he could have just made a video course from that. And people would have said, oh, yeah, that's fine. $1,000 for a video course, no problem. This guy just likes doing what, what the opposite of everybody else. So he just puts it into this huge, massive book. And it's great. And I love it. And it costs a thousand, but I don't care because I know that the information in there is extremely valuable and will, will, you know, will pay for itself very, very easily. And so the lesson from all of this is that pricing at the end of the day is what you make of it. And there are no rules about it. Um, but generally speaking, there's a few different things I'd say. If you have a very close relationship with your list and they know you and they trust you, you can charge almost anything you want because they know that what they'll learn from you is such quality, such good quality, right? I would hope that anyone that knows me, if I come out with a, with a course on um, growing your business or copywriting or, or anything like that, anyone who knows me enough to, to know that anything that I make is going to be really, really good. I would hope that they would, they would buy that from me, whatever, the, whatever the price, because they know that the quality will be, will be worth it. So generally like the, 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 better, the stronger the relationship you have with your, with your list, with, with your audience, the more that you can, that you can do creative things with pricing. And it might mean that sometimes you do write an ebook and sell it for $30. If you have a strategy to then lead on to something else, I don't know. Um, so that, that's the first thing. The, the, the other way that I think about it is in, in the language learning space, I'll give you a concrete example. So when I look at the language learning space, I see two, maybe three different models of pricing. One is the, the, the model that apps use. So apps, are, apps in the language learning space are generally about $10, $12 a month, right? Um, and that's basically the, the kind of accepted pricing. That's on the low end, right? On the high end, you have courses from, uh, you know, from the kind of big providers that tend to be about $200, $300 for, for a course. So you're, and then in the middle, then you have a kind of, you have some people who, who sell language courses for kind of 60 to $90, that kind of range. But so on the whole, you've got either the cheap app model, which is $10 a month recurring. You've got the kind of low priced, um, you know, sub, sub $100, fairly cheap courses. And then you've got the kind of premium courses, which are more like $200, $300. Um, and for me, I know that the language courses that I make, I make a lot of claims about them, right? Which is that they come, uh, they're made by, by, by me with the language experience that I've got. They have a very strong methodology behind them. A lot of kind of love and passion has gone into creating these courses. In other words, I, I, my positioning for this, I'm not, I don't want to compete with the cheap courses. I want to go into, I want to sort of turn up and say, Hey, my stuff is the best. At least that this is the way that I talk to, to, to the customers, right? Because, because we all think our, our thing is the best. <laughs> it's just what we, what we do. But I, I prefer to say to people, my stuff is the best and I'm going to charge a lot of money for it. So that my courses are, you know, three, $400. So I, I, I price it right at the top end, but in order to be able, and, and people regularly pay for that, right? But in order to be able to do that, I've got to come with a lot of, a lot of proof. Okay, so I have to have lots of testimonials from customers who've, who've, who've loved the courses. Yeah. Uh, they have to be very high quality. The, the copywriting has to be very good so that people 
understand what's in it and uh you know there have to be no 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 there has to be no no friction or questions left unanswered and things like that so i i very intentionally choose to price my courses at the right at the top end of the market even more expensive than other people um because for my business i want to trade on quality rather than what the apps do which is just they play a game of how many millions of users can we get yeah. i don't want to do that I, I prefer to have serious people who 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 are prepared to invest in their own learning and um so that's how that's how i that's how i think about it so what about for our listeners then i mean yeah now we understand how you do it but let's say you know we have um let's say somebody is listening to this podcast who has just was planning to launch its first course like how how can you go about pricing that you do you look at the competition do you look at yeah. the three segments and see where you want to be and with with who you can compete and then yeah, so I'd start. A, I'd start off. I'd start off by looking at everyone else who does a similar thing to what I'm doing, yeah. and um, and then I just use that as a benchmark. So I mean, most generally speaking, right, any big company that you can find has spent a lot of money on testing, so you can actually steal the result. Like often, millions of dollars of of um, of testing that's been done. Um, I could I, I could tell you for a fact that the, the big language learning companies out there spend a lot of money and a lot of time on um, AB testing, which means they are testing one price against another price. So you you can know, for example, that if uh, if a company like Rocket Languages charges a certain price for their courses, you can be guaranteed that they have done a lot of testing on that, which, which and you can just steal that pricing. You can say, right, my, it's a reasonable assumption to make that those guys have figured out optimal pricing for that kind of course. Yeah. So you can just model that pricing and it makes sense. What you've got to be careful of is to think, okay, does the thing that I offer, is it kind of a similar thing to what they offer? And can I do as, as good a job as them on, on my, on my sales letter or my, my copywriting in general? Does it make but, sense to test your own pricing as well? Testing pricing is very difficult because you need to have enough sales volume going through in order to get accurate results. So for example, we're testing stuff at the moment. Um, we've been testing pricing on our beginner courses for most of this year. And it's taking a very long time because you need, in order to get a result that's like reliable so that you know, okay, this pricing gives yeah. us a 27% boost in, in the value per visitor on the sales page. You've got to have hundreds of people actually going through and buying regularly uh, in order to give you statistically reliable results. I think the mistake that a lot of people make is they, they might test something and then they'll go on gut feel or they'll look at the numbers too soon. Because what I see time and time again with, with tests is that, you know, if you've got, you've got the control and the variation, the control will be beating the variation, but then over time the variation will start to rise and it will beat the control. And you can only know that once you've had like hundreds of sales of each variation go through. So if you're testing two different prices, you need hundreds of sales of each, uh, yeah, each yeah. thing that you're testing, right? And most people don't have that volume of sales, right? So you, the only time you could possibly do that is on a launch. But then, you know, you, you're offering some people one price and some people another price on the same list. So it's kind of difficult to do. Price testing on the whole um, is really hard. And I, and I get for most people, unless you've got a very big, big company I wouldn't really be thinking about this 
So there you go. If you're not really sure how to charge for your courses, then look at what the competition is doing, what is working in the market. Especially pay attention to what the big companies are doing because they have they spend a lot of money on testing, right? Just take their pricing, that's your benchmark, and uh, start from there. Now, if you would like to continue this discussion or connect with all the like-minded Langpreneurs, then make sure to check out our Facebook group. It's called Langpreneur, Langpreneur Community. See you there.